You know what two things don't mix? Rationality and Bitcoin prices. Yep, I said it. Bitcoin prices are just stupid, but that doesn't mean what you think it does. Listen on for a point of view sure to surprise and amaze you. <laughs> I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode number 284. It's time. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting worldwide from selfdirected.org Central Command. Located far from the corruption of Wall Street and Washington, you're listening to Self-Directed Investing with your host and the voice of the Self-Directed Investor Revolution, Brian Ellis. Hello, Self-Directed Investor Nation. Welcome to the show of record for savvy self-directed investors like you, where in each episode... I help you to find, understand, and profit from exceptional alternative investment opportunities. And, of course, no alternative investment is hotter or getting more press these days than Bitcoin, the virtual currency that has the really weird distinction of being both the grandfather of its asset class while still being an upstart with a history spanning barely seven years. Can you imagine being a grandfather at seven years old? <laughs> Me either. It's a weird family, this virtual currency clan. <laughs> and that's what we will look at in today's show that we'll refer to as episode number 284 and which you can find online along with the associated links and resources by visiting sditalk.com slash 284. If you'd like to contribute to today's show, just give us a call toll free at 833-SDI-TALK or drop an email to feedback at sditalk.com. Or maybe best of all, stop by sditalk.com slash 284 and leave a comment and join the conversation. So Bitcoin, it's pretty crazy, huh? Look, for any of you who have been living under a rock, Bitcoin is more of a concept than it is an asset. The IRS categorizes it as a virtual currency, which means it's something that looks like a currency because you can theoretically use it to transact business as you would U.S. dollars or other currencies. But it's not a real currency. It's virtual which means it only exists in computer land. For transactions that don't involve a connection to the Internet, Bitcoin is effectively persona non grata, except it's not a person, <laughs> but you get the point. Uh, but it has made some people a lot of money. I've heard stories about people becoming Bitcoin millionaires in a very short period of time, and I'm sure there's truth to these stories, but at this time, I haven't personally encountered any of those folks. But the fact remains that Bitcoin has gone from a value of about $1,000 at the beginning of 2017 to well over $8,000 right now in November 2017. And it would be foolish to ignore a run-up of 800% in 11 months. But the crazy thing is, that doesn't actually represent most of the growth. Back in July 2010, when Bitcoin was launched, it was valued at not $8,000 per Bitcoin, or even $800 per Bitcoin, or even $8 per Bitcoin, but at $0.08 cents per Bitcoin. Yep, a run from $0.08 cents to $8,000 in about seven years. So if you're following me, you realize that's an increase in value of, oh, about 100,000 times in seven years. Not too shabby. <laughs> hey, I, I wish I could tell you I was into Bitcoin back then. I wasn't, you know. Bummer. But now Bitcoin is getting a lot of attention because it hit some sort of critical mass last year and this. And now the whole world appears to be talking about it. 
everybody from tech writers at TechCrunch to Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, to, unfortunately for everybody involved in Bitcoin, Steve Mnuchin, the Secretary of the U.S. Treasury and the de facto boss of the IRS. Look, Bitcoin is based on a technology called blockchain. I'm not going to bore you by explaining it to you. But I will say, as a tech guy myself with a background in computer science from Georgia Tech, one of the top 20 computer science universities in the world, I'll tell you the blockchain technology is way cool and will absolutely change the way that just about every industry handles its data. And in fact, I think it'll have a particularly huge impact in the real estate world because, frankly, I think blockchain could be a profoundly superior way to handle public property records, just as one example, uh, versus the current and antiquated go down to the courthouse and physically look for documents system. That's the current standard, but I won't take you down that rabbit hole right now. So here's the bottom line. Today's episode is inspired by a brilliant article on this topic written by the brilliant and talented Carol Ellis, who, in addition to being editor-in-chief of the market-leading print magazine Think Realty, she's also co-founder of the Self-Directed Investor Society, and much to my delight, also my wife, and Carol's article, which you can find linked on today's show page at sditalk.com slash 284, it rather effectively points out how profoundly irrational most Bitcoin investors are being, many of whom expect Bitcoin to continue its hockey stick trajectory and to reach a whopping $200,000 per Bitcoin, and within three years, no less. But Carol manages to point out the irrationality without saying that they're wrong for investing as, as they are. Hey, look, I think it's hard to make the case against having limited exposure to Bitcoin or maybe competing virtual currencies like Ethereum, though the focus should be on the word limited exposure. Yes, there's a decent chance that five years from now you'll, you'll look back at this moment in time and kick yourself for having taken my advice on the topic if Bitcoin does in fact run up to $200,000. Which, by the way, you should know there's zero rational or technical reason to expect that. Uh, I would like to point that out. But still, I want you folks to understand something. Bitcoin is a cool technology. There is tremendous potential promise with it. There's still potential upside to it that's just amazing. But there are some serious headwinds against it, three of which are, number one, it already has the attention of the U.S. Treasury, as I mentioned. That's astounding because right now there are dozens of, I mean, dozens of individual companies that individually are worth far more than all Bitcoins put together, which is my way of, of expressing to you that popular though it is, Bitcoin is still nothing more than a fly in the ointment in the financial world. And maybe not even that, yet the IRS already has its eye on this asset class and for good reason. Again, you'll want to see Carol's article about this for more on the tax angle. Uh, number two, in a, in a recent survey of Bitcoin owners, fewer than 1 in 25 of them have ever or have any intention of ever using Bitcoin as a currency. That means, in effect, it's being used for a purpose for which it was never intended, not a good fundamental sign. And number three, in that same survey, many investors indicated that they justify their ownership of Bitcoin because they see it as a long-term store of value. That is ludicrous, my friends. Ludicrous. Maybe the single dumbest justification you can use. Seriously, people, look. I concede the serious cool factor, uh, the potential for profit, and the world-changing nature of the technology. Absolutely. But a long-term store of value? 
Please, that's insane. It's only seven years old, and even though Bitcoin has boomed upwards in those seven years, that time has been full of radical volatility that would give the most seasoned trader ulcers the size of dinner plates. Full of potential though it is, a long-term store of value, it certainly is not. And look, on a more gut-level, casual note, I've got to tell you that some of the people that I see jumping in on the Bitcoin bandwagon, these people make me nervous. A year ago, they were real estate people. Uh, Today, they're Bitcoin people. A lot of these are people who, frankly, don't merit consideration as legit sources of financial wisdom. And a lot of these people are jumping in with both feet. I don't think that's good. Now, my point about this is not to rain on the Bitcoin parade. Not at all. In fact, I think it's a really cool thing to put a little bit of your IRA or 401k money into it and just let it go. In fact, I'll be teaching some training about how to do that without being financially raped as some of the Bitcoin IRA types of companies are currently doing. But I do mean you should be careful. Yes, fortunes have been made. More still may be made. But at the end of the day, there's a three-pronged standard I've always espoused for making investment decisions, and it is this. Simple, safe, and strong. Is your investment simple, safe, and strong? I contend that Bitcoin is not simple, not safe, and having no fundamental value backing it up and no way to hedge downside risk, it's also not strong, which is as much a function of reliability as of profit potential. So don't avoid Bitcoin. See it for what it is, a profoundly speculative asset class that justifies attention from the small speculative portion of your portfolio, and not one penny more than that. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. That's all for now, but your training is far from over. Go right now to selfdirected.org slash freedom to download your complimentary guide that shows how to break your investment capital free from Wall Street's corruption and Washington's propaganda. And you'll also get instant access to hundreds more episodes of this show at no cost to you. Send your questions, comments, and speaking inquiries for Brian to feedback at selfdirected.org. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice, because it's not that. And you know it. Copyright 2017, SDIIP Trust, all rights reserved.